Welcome back to Archives of Fabella Daily, the only podcast celebrating Imperial Day. Today is April 30th, equal to Taros 11th. Books are available on Amazon. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and hit that subscribe button for more great stories right in your feed. April 1892 is the month the Johnson County War broke out between small farmers and local ranchers in Wyoming. Meanwhile, in the magical world of Fabella, a dark imperial regime held the entire world in their tight grip. I'm Dylan Foley, and this is Archives of Fabella. Beyond our world, there is love. Beyond our world, there is war. Beyond our world, there is life. Beyond our world, there is Fabella. Taurus 11th, 5892, FY, Fabella year, equal to April 30th, 1892. A.D. Earth Year. I often set many of my stories during a period called the Age of Domination. All of Abella was deeply embroiled in their First World War. The end did not go the way you might think. The bad guys have won, and today is day one of their hostile rule over all Fabella. The Bloodborne Empire formerly took command over the entire world. This day became known as Imperial Day. It was greeted by military parades all over the world, grand public speeches, and air battleships hovering over the most troublesome nations in the world. The Bloodborne Empire, also known as Bloodborne, the B.E., and the Empire was a political superpower first located in Oslar, and arguably the most powerful country in Fabellan history. The Republic of Fantasia and Sheba Union, both notable countries in their own right, were often viewed as being inferior to Bloodborne. The country started when the 40-gun frigate, known as the USS Insurgent, crash-landed off the coast of what was then the Avalonian colony of Lotharia, in Virgo of 5800. By 5860, the Bloodborne Empire had developed into a major country, thanks in large part to their development of gunpowder and firearms. The invention of landmines and the machine gun helped Bloodborne conquer all of Abella. A period known as the Age of Domination lasted from 5892 to 5937, during which time the Bloodborne Empire 
forced everyone to speak English and maintained absolute control with their air battleships stationed throughout the world. Continental War II, from 5937 to 5969, drove the Bloodborne Empire into the sky where they lived aboard a flying base able to be maneuvered anywhere around the globe. The Bloodborne Empire was ruled with absolute power by an emperor and a grand vizier, in charge of maintaining the law and the supreme commander leading the military forces. Imperial rule was authoritarian. There was little to no freedom of speech, and dissents were punished harshly. Emperor Fletcher was named the first ruler of Bloodborne. He introduced authoritarian rule to Fabella. The most infamous emperor, though, was Kronos. Built as a terrifying 6-4 fawn with huge, sloping black horns, Emperor Kronos was a juggernaut of powerful might. Kronos sought control through the domination of others. His true self was always hidden, and the narcissistic ruler took enormous pride in aggressively manipulating others to do his bidding. Because he was immortal, there was no need to name a successor. He traveled with no protection or bodyguards. Emperor Kronos feared nobody. It was widely believed that he would rule forever. Following their victory in the First Continental War, Emperor Kronos and his titans began purging Fabella's West of those loyal to their rival Western Alliance. Many former Western Alliance nations had their assets confiscated and were put under harsh prison camps. With the rise of the Bloodborne Empire, all the government institutions of Old Fabella found themselves either dismantled or modified beyond recognition. Any officials who held anti-imperial sentiments were arrested and executed at one point under Emperor Kronos's orders. Existing nations were renamed to reflect the change of authority a civil and military superstructure of Old Fabella were overhauled immediately under the personal direction of the Emperor. Emperor Kronos's first decree was instituting re-education camps infamous for brainwashing their prisoners. They did this to ensure compliance with the populace. These re-education camps were called on to teach their students English, or imperialish, as it was known. In fact, all foreign languages native to Fabella were expunged in favor of this global lexicon. This is why everyone in Fabella from 5892 onward knows perfect English. A law was then instituted at Emperor Cronus's personal request, stating that everyone had to register themselves and their family with the Empire. Failure to do so resulted in immediate death by killing curse. Part of the registration process involved all people having Imperial-approved names. These were most commonly English names. That's why so many of the characters we've covered previously in stories set in the Domination Age onward have names like William, Elizabeth, John, etc. Other names common in Arabic, Indian, Asian, 
and other European names were also used as well. Many families received entirely new identities, causing them to lose their ancestral ties. Young children were also split up from parents loyal to the Western Alliance to be raised by good, upstanding folks loyal to the Empire. During the first few years of imperial rule, the world saw the single largest military build up in history. Popular support for the policies of Cronus's administration was high. In addition, the Bloodborns also pursued a conquest to rid Fabella of sentinel influence. Loyalists celebrated this bloody period. They'd won the war with all of Fabella under one banner. World peace was assured. That quote-unquote peace just came at the behest of the darkest regime in history. That's going to do it for us today. Tune in tomorrow for a military parade that goes the wrong way. Subscribe now to get more new episodes right in your feed. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Send your questions to archivesoffabella at gmail.com. Archives of Fabella is created, produced, and hosted by Dylan Foley with music by Garrett Ferris and audiobooks. Books are available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. As always, look outside of what is possible and think about what might be.